The scripture is up on the screen. And it says, do you see what you have got? You know, the reason why a lot of people don't understand worship when I say is they're blinded by what they don't have from what they already have. The scripture says, Hebrews 12 and verse 28, the message Bible, do you see what you've got? Help me tell somebody, do you see what you've got? Help me ask somebody, do you see the angels God has given you? Do you see the destiny in Christ? Do you see the promises that God has given you? It says we have an unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Help me ask somebody, do you know how thankful you ought to be? It said not only thankful, but we should be brimming with worship. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. If you're really thankful, put your hands together for the Lord. As we go into the first session of worship, may the lie, our Lord open your eyes of our understanding. To stop seeing what you lost, to see also what you have. May the Lord open our eyes of understanding to see the interplay of the powers and the resources of the heavens working all things together for our good. Who am I speaking about this evening? May the Lord open our understanding to show us that round the corner the best is about to manifest. May the Lord open our eyes to see like this woman on the screen. Just saying, Lord, if only I knew I would have been doing this a long time ago. May the Lord show us the beauty that's surrounding us, that's about to manifest. May the Lord show us our destiny through all the struggles of life, where we're going to end up. With that, I would like you to just lift up your hands. Come on now, lift up your hands. Where are you, worshippers? Lift up your hands. And bless the name of the Lord. Thankful in worship. Say, Lord, I'm thankful in worship. I'm thankful in worship. Gratitude overflows from my heart. For your loving kindness, for your tender mercies. For your mercy over my life, for your grace extended to me. For the help that come out from the Lord. For the future and the destiny in Christ. Every 
Holy and acceptable in your sight. We want to thank you for the fragrance of God. The fragrance of your holiness. The beauty of your presence. Thank you because you delight in our voices. Bringing you worship. Father, we silence every other voice. We give our attention only to you, O oh God. We hope open our hearts and we press out the oil of worship because you are deserving. Because you are the holy God, the only living and everlasting God. To you, our voices and our songs of worship arise in the morning. Father, we worship you in the beauty of holiness. Let the earth continue to rush to and fro mindlessly. We will take time out to rest in your presence and ascribe greatness to you, God. For who you are, for what you do, and what you represent. May the Lord be magnified. May the Lord be glorified amongst us. May our worship provoke you today. To arise and scatter the enemies of our destiny. Do what only you can do. You do mighty things. You do glorious things. There's none like you. Blessed be our King. In Jesus' name we worship. Let your hands do the thanksgiving. If you're thankful in worship, let your hands do the thanksgiving. You know, Grace Assembly, we have every reason to be thankful in worship. If it's just for our teenagers over the weekend, come on, let your hands say, thank you, Lord. I want you to be seated a moment. Quiet, you may sit down on your riser, hold your microphone, because we're going to break into worship spontaneously. I am especially glad that in Grace Assembly we take time out and we say it's worship Wednesday. And today we're thankful in worship. Can you look up to God and say, I am thankful in my worship. Hebrews 12, 28, the message Bible says, do you see what you have got? It's a question. 
that needs to be answered. Do you see what you have got? The problem with us is we see what the Satan is showing us. We see what the world is doing. We hardly catch the sight of what God has done and what God is doing. The Bible says, do you see what you have got? I know some people are looking and say, I don't have a husband. I don't have children. But do you see what you have got? It is what you have got that God will use to get you what you want. It says we have an unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? If you can't see what you have got, how can you be thankful for what you refuse to see? I know a lot of people are seeing their problems. They're seeing their needs. That's okay. But God is saying, take your eyes away from that and see what you've got. You've got an unshakable kingdom. It talks about a destiny that nothing can tarnish. Nothing can change. Give me feed here. It says, and do you now see how thankful we must be? Say, I'm thankful in my worship. It says, not only thankful, but brimming with worship. The word brimming is overflowing with worship. Can I ask, who is here ready to overflow? You want to go into overflow of worship? You know, we were worshiping before. Today, it's in the overflow. May the Holy Spirit help us to make it there in Jesus' name. Allow me to read Romans 1, 21a and 22 to you. Something is not right. Give me some trouble. Don't know what it is. Romans 1, 21a and 22. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. I want it up right now. Romans 1, 28, 21a and 22. It says, yes, some people knew God. But they didn't worship him as God or, or even give him thanks. You see the word worship and thanks being brought together because we just used to worship before there wasn't sufficient injection of thanks. Today as we are thankful in worship, God will do the miraculous for us in Jesus' name. Yes, they knew God all over the place, but they did not worship him as God or even give him thanks. So claiming to be wise in their worship, they instead became utter fools. That will not be our portion. I said that will not be our portion. In the name of Jesus Christ. And so Psalm 100 verses 3a and 4, the message Bible, will put everything into perspective. Psalm 100 verse 3a says, know this. God is God. When it comes to time of worship, stop knowing what is going wrong. Stop paying attention. Know this God is God. Enter his gates with the password, thank you. Thank him and worship him. When it is time for worship Wednesday, Silence every other voice. Silence every need. Silence every argument. Understand that God is God. And so enter his gates with the password that the password is something that gives you access to what you want. 
May we not miss it in Jesus' name. The password is thank you, thank him, and worship him. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. But this one says, you must know this. You can't worship God distractedly. You can't worship God complaining. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. There's one password. May that password be the password to the blessing we have been seeking. May that password open that door of opportunity for us. Thank you. Thank him and worship him. I think on Monday, I sent a, t- a text on WhatsApp to the group saying, worship without thanks, thankfulness is like food without salt and pepper. We have been worshiping without sufficient or maybe in some cases, no salt and pepper. Let me ask you, if somebody gave you a banquet, no salt and pepper, particularly if you're a Nigerian, how will you enjoy the banquet? Come on now. My instrumentals, how will you enjoy it? It will taste like medicine. May our worship today provoke Jehovah. May it be salted and with the right amount of pepper. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What am I saying today? Give me the picture of that woman in my slide for Worship Wednesday. You know, our attitude should be this woman. It's a complete essay. Her face and her body language. Oh, what does it mean when she did? What does this mean? My heart is full. Look at the expression on her face. Where should I start? What kind of song does a woman who enters his courts with this kind of look, what kind of song do you think she's going to be singing? When last have you entered his presence with this? Now, this woman you're looking at, make no mistake about it, she has some needs. Come on now. This woman you're looking at has some prayer requests. But you know what she did? She decided to focus on what God has done. She decided for what God has done, I should be mesmerized with Jehovah. She decided I'm going to sing a new song. She shut down the voice and said, your friends are already married, you are not. She shut down the voice and said, by now, you should believe in your own house, you are not. Who is familiar with that voice? The voice that makes you feel God has not done enough. I banish that voice in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The, the look on this woman's face, don't let it fool you. She's still waiting on God for something. But today, she said, today, all I can see is how good the Lord has been. All I can see is how wonderful he is. All I feel is that he deserves my worship. Is there somebody like this in this church today? This picture is how we ought to come for worship Wednesday. Because before proceeding to worship, we must get rid or rid ourselves of our grumbling, of our complaining. What we must do is today to embrace the spirit of gratitude 
based on deep appreciation. What is it with us? We put little value or appreciation for what he has done and we put a lot of value on what we want him to do. Let me ask you, how much did you pay to wake up this morning? I told you, I saw a video. The man said, I will give $10 million. And everybody said, I want it. I said, in exchange for your ability to wake up tomorrow. All the hands went down. Not one person valued $10 million more than the chance to wake up tomorrow. Will you take that money? Will you take that money? Will you take that money for your mother's life? Will you take that money for your child's life? nobody. So you see, for you to have this kind of expression is somebody will provoke you to wake up and put the right value to what God has done. That's a good place for you to clap for me. I am telling you, you are not as poor as you think. I'm telling you, you're more blessed than you know. It's a matter of attention. So what am I saying? I'm saying that when it comes to the time for worship, our gratitude based on deep appreciation of all that God has done for us is what will determine whether that worship will pass through the roof and get to the throne room of God or not. What God is doing for us that we still cannot see, we still do not have, and what God is going to yet do in our lives. And plus, listen to this one, what God is going to do through our lives. Do you know? That somebody that is a borrower today, you are going to be a lender tomorrow. You know what that means? God is going to provide for some people out of your excess. Let me try another side. I said, God is going to provide for some people out of the abundance that God you are going to have. And just because you are borrowing today, it does not mean that's your destination. How long or how well you are thankful in worship may determine how long it takes you. Did you hear what I said? When it comes to worship, if you cannot put on this kind of countenance, it may be the reason why you are going to stay long where you are. David said, for me, and you know David, a worshiper, I am so thankful in worship that even though I find myself in the valley of the shadow of death, guess what? I walk through it. And I choose the speed at which I go through it. Is there somebody going through something? You will not die there. You will not stay there. When they look for you there, they will not find you there anymore. You'll be on the mountaintop. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. Being thankful in worship is actually for wise people. Foolish people and they're bound to come to church. When it's time for worship, their mind is half-half. What is God going to do about this? How long, instead of taking your eyes away, the psalmist says, I would lift my eyes beyond the hills. The hills talk about mountains of problems. To where my help coming from? My help coming from the one that can eradicate the mountains. He's going to do it for us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the one who is able to do some things through our lives. You see, you're still waiting for God to do something in your life. Like get you a job. When you're going to start companies that hundreds of people you'll be giving jobs to. 
it's more important for you to pray about what God will do through your life than what God should do for you. Because when God has done, it is out of what God has done for you that he will be using to do through you for others. David said, my cup runs over. How many people pray? He said, not fill my cup, oh, Father, may my cup run over. God is not a waster. Anything that's running over is what he's doing through you to benefit some people. I prophesy that God will do it for each and every one of us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 12, 28 says, do you see what you have got? That's what is available today. Do you see what you have got? If you can see, stand to your feet. If you begin to understand that God is going to do more than do something for you, God is going to do a lot through you for people you don't even know. People that don't know your name now, they'll be thanking God for you. There's only one song that comes to my heart. And that song is Okbe Lo Baba If you can see, if you can see what you have got, you will sing this song. says can you see what you have got because if you can see you'll be thankful in your worship the way you sing this song will show Jehovah whether you can see what he wants to do in your life supposing this song is the key to open that door that has been shut against you you better join me Thankful in worship. Let us take that song.
I see God doing wonderful things. I see God changing situations. I see a glorious destiny. talking about what I lost. God is talking about what you have got. And the God that we know is God that uses what is left to do the incredible. He said you have already an unshakable kingdom and do you see how, how, how thankful we must be? I don't think we've done enough this evening. Not only thankful but how we're brimming brimming with worship. That's kind of thankful. Glory to God. My worry is if you cannot see what you've got, then the enemy can take it. If you cannot see what you've got, you're likely to walk away from it because you didn't even know there was something by your side. You will not miss your blessing. The enemy will, has stolen enough, he will not steal from us again. What kind of amen is that? I said, question is do you see what you've got it means you see it is time that reveals what God has done in the spiritual just because it is not physical yet does not mean it is not done the Bible says he makes all things beautiful in his time the word beautiful means it becomes revealed to you in a particular time it means that there's so much more God has done that you do not know because you are not spiritual enough to consider the goodness of God, to consider the faithfulness of God, to consider the promises of God. Once has he said it. Do you know, God never says something and takes it back. My word or my promise will never return to me void. He says, I will, my covenant I will not break. The covenant is you will not die. I said you will not die. Your enemies will not bury you. That situation will not bury you. You are going to overcome that situation. You are going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in 2021. So shall it be in Jesus name. Say amen and amen and amen. Do you now see what you have got? God 
prepares a table for me. The word prepare is when I was not conscious of it. I was still trying to navigate my way out of the valley. Meanwhile, God had gone ahead to prepare a table. You know, sometimes you, you feel like God, you're not around. Maybe God moved ahead to prepare for you a banquet table. May we walk into a glorious surprise. Let me tell, let me try this music ministers. I said, may we walk into a beautiful surprise. If God goes ahead to prepare a table for you, you thought you were troubled. You thought you were broke. And you turn the corner, a banquet table, six cost me. And you say, who is this for? He said, it is for you in the sight of your enemies. Somebody shout hallelujah. Do you now see what you have got? Just because others cannot see it does not mean you should not see it. When you see in real terms, I'm speaking to somebody now. When you see in real terms what you have got by the grace of God, not even because you are deserving, you would be thankful in worship. You know, I like people that deserve things they can afford to have a bad attitude but when you know that if God gave you just how much you deserve is not going to change your life and all of a sudden banquet table for you when it's time that I call for worship you'll be rolling on the floor can I tell you something the race is not to the swift can I tell you something the battle is not to the strong. Can I tell you something? Wealth is not even to the men of wisdom. It means that God can decide. The Bible says he's the one that takes the poor man from the dunghill and sets him on the table amongst princes. He will do it for you and you and you and you and for me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why this is a call to being thankful in worship. I want to sound a note of warning here apart from people who refuse to see what God is doing. Many only see only the responsibility that God gives them. That's the reason why they are not grateful in worship. Mm -hmm. To come to church today, some people saw only the responsibility. They didn't see the great opportunity to be thankful in worship amongst the brethren. The responsibility of how much transport will cost. Maybe there will be pressure on the way. Maybe when I'm going home I'll be tired. You see, when you do that, God leaves you in your foolish thinking. We are not here to meditate on the responsibility that our relationship with God confers upon us. Some people didn't come today. It may be because they don't want to give an offering. That if I go to church, when it's offering time, I have to do something. But when I'm at home, nobody sees me. Why are you all quiet? Am I making some sense? Some people, they pay attention to the responsibility of their relationship with God about tithing. About responsibility. So when you start talking about God, their focus is God is going to tell me to go and apologize to somebody that is annoying me. Obeying instructions. So they will not. But God is saying, that's not what you should focus on. Have you seen, can you see what you have got? You've got me, the faithful God. 
the covenant keeping God, the Alpha and the Omega, the Jehovah Sabaoth, the man of war that never loses. You've got me on your side, and one with God is majority. So when God says, Come thankful in worship, those are the things He wants you to focus upon. Can I tell you something before we worship again? Why don't we learn from Mary? You know what God did? God wanted Jesus to be born. And went into the life of a young woman. She was like 16, 17. And really traumatized her life by making her pregnant. That's what happened. In a society where they stole women. Where you, you get belly. For how? In those days. It's not like now that women have rights. No, 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 no. It was not like now. No, 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 no. no. It was not like that. Traumatized her life. Made her pregnant. Will you call that a blessing? If today God disrupted a life like that, will you call that a blessing? He says, look, can you tell me what you've got? You will say this is a blessing. Do you know Joseph, her fiancé, he planned to escape from her. Do you know that society, her family name was tarnished? Do you know all kinds of things? That that relationship God wanted to have with her was causing her the trauma. But let's learn from Mary. Mary looked beyond the controversies. The controversies of her pregnancy. The talk in town. Gossip was rife. Joseph was not taking her call anymore. How do you explain this? You say you're a virgin. Barrow me. Tell me another story. You see, God sometimes being close to you can seem very disruptive but when he says and asks you the question can you see what you've got don't talk about the controversies don't complain about the responsibilities Mary looked beyond all this she focused on how God made her to become more blessed amongst women today there's no woman equal to Mary hello it didn't start the way it looked now. And that this thing about her not looking at the controversies, but thinking about how blessed she must be to bear a pregnancy she cannot explain, did not know how God was going to sort out. If you're in a place where you are in limbo, you don't know how God will sort you out, welcome to the world of Mary. But that made her thankful in worship. The, the thankful in worship mode she was in made her write the song of Mary. And that song is found in Luke 1, 46 to verse 50. I will read that to you. And Mary said while she was still pregnant, she couldn't explain it. She didn't know whether Joseph would ever show up. She didn't know whether her parents were going to throw her. She didn't know whether she was going to be stoned. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. She said this when she went to visit Elizabeth, her cousin who was pregnant with John the Baptist. 
she was in early pregnancy there was no confirmation there was no knowing where this is going to end what is it with us that just because there's a little trouble in the journey you abandon the lord mary did not do that mary wrote the song says my soul magnifies the lord and my spirit has rejoiced in god my savior for he has regarded the lowly state of his maid servant for behold henceforth all generations will call me blessed she knew what she had for he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation can you see what you have beyond the trouble and the trauma of this transition will you diminish the value of what God wants to do in your life. Just because you cannot tarry with the Lord for a while. And many people have terminated the pregnancy. So that they don't have to face the controversy. It may not be a physical pregnancy. It may be a ministry. It may be a vocation. Just because people won't understand where you are at, you quit. Mary did not. Today, you know the story. Do you see what you have? Can I tell you something? You're a miracle about to manifest. Your name is in the book of remembrance. Apart from the book of life. Do you know God is committed to put into shame your enemies? Do you not know that God is somebody that is patient with foolishness? Because so at the end, he confronts the naysayers. Do you not know that he says, I am the author and the finisher. What he started in your life, he's going to complete it. Why don't you lift up your hands? thankful in worship that Lord through the processes that I go through I will be like Mary I will speak well of the Lord I will write my own song thankful in worship David Psalm 23 says I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death everybody has forsaken me my brothers are not supporting me but thy rod and thy staff they comfort me he anoints my head with oil, my cup. Corresponding action, corresponding action, my cup begins to run over. Job, I thought you were a friend of God. Why are you going through this? Why are you going through all his friends? Says you cannot be a friend of God. You cannot be a righteous man. All your children are dead. And Job said, I know what I've got. I know who I have. I know that it's only a test. After the test will be my testimony. If you're going through something, why don't you rise above it? Why don't you shake off the dust? 
Why don't you wipe, wipe your tears? Uh, if you're waiting on God for, uh, for God to show up with you. Job 42 verse 10. Bible says God turned around his captivity. And all his former friends they came back. And they brought gold and silver for him. And God extended his life. And today he remains a hero of faith. Why don't you lift up your hands. Thankfully in worship. somebody here on the internet, someone on Facebook I don't know where you are you begin to make sense of your life and see that there's so much you have that should compel you to be thankful in worship don't let the enemy steal what is yours just because you did not recognize it Mary held her tummy the tummy of shame sang the song of Mary and said I will bless the Lord who has given me a higher estate amongst women at the point when the controversy was still raging it is impossible to please God without faith and faith for what you already see and have is not faith you need faith for what you believe God for somebody that has faith lift up your voice to the Lord. Lift up your hand to the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. 
in spite of me walking through the valley of the shadow. Thy rod and thy staff, they will comfort me because my comforters may not be around anymore. They may have turned against me like Job. But I will, I will, I will, I will speak of the goodness of the Lord. I will declare of the faithfulness of the Lord. Hey, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. What shall man do to me? Okay. was watching all the time God was listening do you not remember that it was God that boasted about Job that's why he had troubles if you're having troubles it may not be because you're bad it may be because God has confidence in you he said take away what makes him happy and you will see him cause God that I will turn my back on the Lord no 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 it's not going to happen through the valley I'll be thankful in my worship they said nothing good is going to come out of this it says in all these things Job did not sin against God it's a mark of greatness how you handle tough times some people say, if you're not married by this time, curse God and die. Never. I will wait on the Lord till my change comes. Some people have gone to option B. No, not with us. We're thankful in worship. Jehovah is sending your angel. I hope he finds you thankful in worship. The psalmist in Psalm 63 and verse 3, the New King James Version says, Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. It didn't say because I have received what I want. It didn't say because everything is working in my favor right now. Because, not because of what I have, because of whom I have. Because of who is with me. Your loving kindness is better than life. So my lips shall praise you. The NIV says my lips will glorify you. Lift up your hand to the Lord. I am grateful in my worship. Not because of what I achieved. I am grateful in my worship because of who is with me. It's because of the promises of God. Because I call him faithful through the seasons when I walk through alone in the valley in darkness. Alone through the valleys of the shadow of death. Who can do that? God wants to know. There's a banquet table waiting for such people. The living Bible says the living Bible, the living Bible, the living Bible says, For your love and kindness are better to me. Oh, Aurora, that is talk there. They are better. It didn't say they are better. They are better to me. I am not like everybody else. I'm not the ones that abandon the Lord because of some transit problem. Your loving kindness are better to me. Your love and your kindness are better to me than life itself. 
how I will still praise you. Can I get some worshiper here? Just lift up those hands. I want you to say after me, for your love and loving kindness are better to me. They're better to me. I don't know about anybody else. They're better to me than life itself. How I will still praise you. The partial translation, I'm about to close. Oh, I'm going to read from verse 23 to verse 27. It says, for your tender mercies are more to me. Hey, that's how that lady did this. To me. This is not us. It has to be you and God. The, your tender mercies mean more to me than life itself. How I love and I praise you, God. It says daily. Hey, not now and then. Daily I will worship you what? Passionately with all my heart. My arms will wave to you like the banners of praise. Hey, verse 5 says, I overflow. Ta ta ta. Lebros cantalia baba. I overflow. Not because I have a testimony yet, because I know in whom I have believed. That the good work the Lord has started in my life, He's faithful to complete it till the day of Christ. When the Lord is with me, who is it that can be against me and win? And so I overflow with praise when I come before you for the anointing. Come on now, the anointing of your presence satisfies me. My God, my God, like nothing else. You are such a rich banquet of pleasure to my own soul. Somebody say, to me. Oh, verse 6 says, I lie awake each night thinking of you. Ooh, reflecting on how you help me like a father. I sing through the night under the, your splendor shadow. Offering up to you my songs of delight and joy. Can you get up on your feet thankful in worship? This is the, the band of people that says your loving kindness is worth more to me than life. Let us worship the Lord. Let us worship. I will not be silent. I
soul rejoices in the God of my salvation. For my eyes have seen the Lord. My soul is exalted above the earth. I behold the splendor of his majesty. I'm thankful in worship, my King, oh God. Thankful for everyone here and those online. For our thankfulness in worship cannot go in vain. You are God. You are reciprocal to whatever we do. In your faithfulness, Father, visit everyone according to how they need to experience you. Thank you for this hour of worship. Thank you for seizing us to bring us to you. Thank you that as we go, we go not the way we came. We go triumphantly. We go blessed. We go empowered. We go rejoicing. Glory and honor and praise. We give to your name, O God. In Jesus' name, we have worship. Put your hands together. Bless the name of the Lord.